This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we discuss what made news, what didn't and what shouldn't have. Today we have two guests joining us. First, we have Vishnu Arma, a Kochi-based journalist and a senior correspondent with Indian Express Digital. As Vishnu puts it, he covers all subjects under the sun in Kerala and we are particularly glad to have him join us to discuss Kerala floods and his reportage on it. Uh, we also have a Pune-based reporter, Prateek Goel, joining us. Hi, Prateek. Welcome to Reporters Hi. Without Orders. Thank you. Thank you very much. Prateek reports on crime and defense for a leading regional daily and is joining us to talk about the recent arrests of lawyer and activist Sudha Bhardwaj and four others. We also have a reporter, Amit. Hi, Amit. Hello. And, of course, yours truly. Getting straight to the discussion. This morning, five human rights activists, including unionist and activist Sudha Bhardwaj, were arrested by the Pune police. The arrests apparently were carried out in connection with a public meeting organized by Dalit and Adivasi rights group days before caste-related violence broke out in Bhima Koregaon near Pune. These arrests come three months after the arrest of five other activists who were arrested in connection to a plot to kill the PM. Pratik, to aapse shuru karte hain. Aapne is yeah. vishay ko tab se follow kiya hai teen mahine pehle jab paanch activists ki arrest huye the. Yeah, the arrest, the arrest, uh, I mean, the wo 6 June ko. Haan, but first time, the arrest was made on 6th of June. Correct. Okay. Ji. Of five people, uh, Mahesh Raut, Rona Wilson, uh, Shoma Sen and uh, Surendra Gardling. Uh, Surendra Gardling. Ji. And uh, one more person. Paanch people ko arrest kiya tha us daran. Thik hai, Nagpur, Bombay or Delhi se. Ji. ठीक है उसके बाद जब मतलब अभी उनका यलगार परिषद में जो केस जो बना था यलगार परिषद आपको आई मीन जस्ट वांट टू इंफॉर्म यू देन 31st ऑफ दिसंबर 2017 यलगार परिषद वाज ऑर्गेनाइज्ड एट पुणे इन एट अ प्लेस कॉल्ड शनिवारवाड़ा शनिवारवाड़ा में ऑर्गेनाइज किया गया था जी ओके एंड दिस वाज बेसिकली दे वर कमेमोरेटिंग द 200th ईयर ऑफ कोरेगांव भीमा बैटल ओके दिस प्लेस कॉल्ड कोरेगांव Bhima near Pune. Okay. So, when this event happened, one was in there. Okay. And after this, the investigations, the police had started, and five people were arrested. Now, when they were arrested, initially, the police here is a police station. There is one Vishnambak police station in Pune. So one, this person name is Akshay Bikkar. He registered a complaint over there against Umar Khalid and Jignesh Nivani. Okay. Okay. After that, on 8th, 8th of uh, uh, this thing, uh, January, Ji. at the same police station, a person named Kushar Bangure registered a complaint against other five people. Correct. Okay. In that, these five arrests were not known as anyone. This is the second Except time that five arrests were known. Yes, when they were Shoma Sen and Suren Gardling. These five arrests were arrested. Their name was Suren And other names are Kabir Kalamanch, which is a culture organization in Pune in Maharashtra. Their name was Suren Okay. After that, uh, you all know that there was a plot to kill PM. Okay. After their arrest, the Joint Commission of Pune has conducted a press conference. जिसमें वो उन्होंने ये बोला कि भाई ये लेटर्स देर वाज लेटर कॉल्ड लेटर नेम इज कॉम्रेड लेटर फ्रॉम कॉम्रेड एम जी सो उन्होंने बोला था कि मिलिल तेल तुमड़े हु इज द सेंट्रल कमेटी मेंबर हैज रिटन टू रोना विल्सन कि भाई इस तरीके से और उस लेटर में 
या नेम ऑफ ऑल द पीपल राइट फ्रॉम प्रकाश अम्बेडकर टू जिग्नेश मेवानी किस तरीके से मॉइस लोग काम कर रहे हैं और ऐसा प्लॉट करना है उसके बाद जो सेकेंड लेटर वो लेटर आया उसके बाद सेकेंड लेटर आया उसमें द लेटर वॉज फ्रॉम कॉम्रेड आर कॉम्रेड आर मीन्स कॉम्रेड आर मीन्स कॉम्रेड रोना इन डेली ओके एंड ही राइट्स टू वन कॉम्रेड नवीन जी ओके उस लेटर में भी इन दो लेटर्स में बेसिकली ये मेंशन पहले लेटर मेंशन करता था कि भाई ये लोग इस तरीके से प्लॉट करना है हमको नरेंद्र मोदी को मतलब वो लेटर पढ़ा है आप सब लोग होगा ही आप लोग के पास किस तरीके से प्लॉट टू फिल पीएम करके ये उन्होंने लेटर्स ये कर दिए उसके बाद इन लोगों के अगेंस्ट यूएपीए लग चुका था जबकि इन लोगों का कहीं भी कुछ नाम नहीं था वो जो फर्स्ट कंप्लेन में और सेकेंड कंप्लेन दोनों में जी उसके बाद जब चार्जशीट बनी चार्जशीट नहीं बनी सॉरी उसके बाद जब ये जो कोर्ट में डॉक्यूमेंट सबमिट किए तो इन पांचों लोग के नाम लगा के इन लोगों के पांच लोग के नाम मेंशन किए गए उसमें और फिर जो मीडिया ने रिपोर्ट किया जैसे कि भाई प्लॉट टू बिल पीएम है प्लॉट टू बिल पीएम उस तरीके से चलता गया और आज भी जब ये दो महीने बाद इनको एग्जैक्टली आई मीन वो छह जून था और आज जो अरेस्ट किया गया है तो इसमें भी अगर आप देखेंगी तो जो टेलीविजन है उस पर वो यही चल रहा है प्लॉट टू किल पीएम जैसे बिग एक्सपोज प्लॉट टू किल पीएम करेक्ट ठीक है अब इसके बीच में अपन चले जाए तो रिपब्लिक टीवी ने एक स्टोरी किया था जी अबाउट सुधा भारद्वाज जी ओके नो बडी नोज की ये लेटर कहाँ से आ रहे हैं ये लेटर अगर ये इतने इतने एक्सक्लूसिव और इस तरीके के लेटर तो पहली बात तो मीडिया के पास कहाँ से आए वो भी इस तरीके से मतलब ट्विटर पे फेसबुक पे हर जगह ये लेटर आपको मिल जाएंगे जो रिपब्लिक ने जो स्टोरी करी उस दौरान सुधा भारद्वाज का उन्होंने नाम लिया कि भाई इस तरीके से ये इनका और वो दो का लेटर था जिसमें वो रिपब्लिक ने बात करी थी की इनका इस तरीके से जो भी है नक्सल करें तो उस लेटर में सुधा भारद्वाज के अलावा और कुछ नागपुर के ही पांच छह लॉयर्स और थे नागपुर और छत्तीसगढ़ के ठीक है रायपुर नागपुर उस इलाके के छत्तीसगढ़ महाराष्ट्र के पांच छह लॉयर्स का नाम था उनमें से मैं ऑलमोस्ट पांच मतलब दो को छोड़ के पांच लॉयर्स से मैं नागपुर में बात कर चुका हूँ ठीक है उनमें से दो लोग हैं एक सुभाष नित नवरे है जी और एक एक पराब उइके है ये दोनों लॉयर सलीम गडलिंग के चेंबर में बैठते थे जी ठीक है एंड दे डोंट हैव एनी कनेक्शन विद आई मीन ये मतलब नक्सल सिंपलाइजर छोड़िए या कोई कम्युनिस्ट पार्टी छोड़िए या किसी भी पार्टी से कोई कनेक्शन नहीं है जी उनमें से एक तो ये वो वो नोटरी बनाते हैं उनमें से एक तो जो है जी तो उनका भी कोई कनेक्शन नहीं और जब ये हुआ था तो उनके घर पे भी जाके मतलब वो बहुत डर गए थे दीज टू पीपल दीज टू पीपल तो वो बहुत डर गए थे उस दौरान और उसके बाद फिर जो मीडिया में केस चला सुधा भारद्वाज ने बोला की वो रिपब्लिक के अगेंस्ट केस फाइल करेंगे फाइल भी किया आई मीन मीडिया के अलावा वाई इज लाइक यू सेट की इनिशियली के इनिशियल जब इन्वेस्टिगेशन चल रहा था इनका नाम नहीं था सो वाई इज द पुलिस गोइंग आफ्टर दीज लॉयर्स एंड एक्टिविस्ट ये कहना बहुत आई मीन मुश्किल है कि ये आई मीन अब जो करंट सिनेरियो है अब जो कोरेगांव भीमा हुआ था तो इनिशियली उस वक्त जो कंप्लेंट्स दर्ज हुई थी तो इट वाज अगेन राइट विंग ऑर्गेनाइजेशन ठीक है उसमें ये संभाजी भीड़े और मिलिंद एकबोटे के अगेंस्ट कंप्लेंट हुई थी जब इनिशियली जब कंप्लेंट हुई बट संभाजी भीड़े और जो दूसरे आपने जिनका नाम बताया उन दोनों को तो अभी अरेस्ट नहीं किया गया है हाँ मिलिंद एकबोटे और संभाजी भीड़े के अगेंस्ट कंप्लेंट रजिस्टर हुई थी बट बात ये थी कि ये जो कम्प्लेंट संभाजी भीड़े के अगेंस्ट हुई थी जी इट वॉज अ फॉल्स कम्प्लेंट ओके ठीक है दैट वुमेन वो फाइन द कम्प्लेंट शी सेट की संभाजी भीड़े वॉज पेल्टिंग स्टोन ऑन पीपल ओके जो कि मतलब बेबुनियाद कंप्लेंट थी वो एंड इट वाज आल्सो अ पॉलिटिकल पॉलिटिकली मोटिवेटेड कंप्लेंट ठीक है वो कंप्लेंट हुई उसके बाद उनका उस अरेस्ट वरेस्ट तो कुछ नहीं हुआ गया उसके बाद क्योंकि उसमें इन्वेस्टिगेशन चल रहा था जी और उसके बाद जो मिलिन एक बोटे का है उसको डेफिनेटली ऑर्डर हुआ था अरेस्ट का और वो बेल लेकिन बेल मिल गई थी उनको सुप्रीम कोर्ट से बाद में उनको बेल मिल गई थी बट उसके बाद जो भी सिनारी हुआ उसके बाद अचानक से ये पूरा 
घूम के बिल्कुल लेफ्टिस्ट आइडियोलॉजी एक्टिविस्ट जो लोग हैं जो लॉयर्स लोग हैं उन लोगों की तरफ घूम गया इनिशियली जो कंप्लेन्स ऐसा जो राइटिंग ऑर्गेनाइजेशन के अगेंस्ट थी वो घूम के पूरी इस तरीके से हो गई और एक बात बताना चाहता हूँ ये कोरेगांव बीमा के बारे में जो कोरेगांव बीमा जो इनिशियली हुआ था जब इस वहाँ के दंगे हुए थे तो बहुत से मतलब न्यूज पोर्टल्स हैं फॉर एग्जाम्पल एग्जाम्पल स्क्रोल का देता हूँ स्क्रोल ने उनके दिल्ली में या जहाँ पे भी उनके रिपोर्टर्स बैठे थे उन्होंने इस पे ऑनलाइन मीडिया पे या फेसबुक पे देख के उन्होंने ये लिखा था इनिशियली कि दलित अटैक वेरी बैडली एंड बहुत ज्यादा एग्रेसिवली बट वहाँ पे उस गांव में जो प्रॉपर जो अटैक हुआ था इट वॉज इट वॉज अटैक ऑन द विलेजर्स लिविंग देयर वो दलित है मराठा डर मोस्ट ऑफ दराठा विलेजर्स क्योंकि वो मराठाओं का ये गांव था तो वो जो अटैक था इट वॉज अ मॉब ऑफ मोर देन अराउंड आई मीन थ्री टू फाइव लैख का मॉब था वहाँ पे जो इकट्ठा हुआ था ओके फॉर द कमोमोरेशन करेक्ट ठीक है वो जो मॉब था उस मॉब का एक हिस्सा पूरा मतलब उन्होंने पूरा पूरी तरीके से हमला करना शुरू कर दिया था वहाँ पे जो दुकानें जला दी थी उन्होंने गाड़ियां जला दी और इस दौरान कोरेगांव भीमा और उसके बीच में एक शिरूर करके जगह है जी उस दौरान ये सनसवाड़ी करके एक एरिया है वहाँ पे जब ये मॉब निकल रहा था तो वहाँ पे कुछ तीस चालीस सड़कों का वही के लोकल लड़कों का जिस हाथों में जिनके झंडे थे वो भगवे कलर के फ्लैग्स तो उन्होंने इस क्राउड पे पत्थर फेंकना चालू किया जब वो ये सब चालू हो गया और वो क्राउड वहाँ पे ब्रेक हुआ तो इनिशियली जो रिपोर्टिंग हो रही थी कि भाई एक पर्टिकुलर कम्युनिटी को टारगेट किया जा रहा है तो ऐसा कुछ नहीं था वहाँ पे पूरा प्लान अटैक हुआ है वहाँ पे चॉपर्स पेट्रोल बॉम्ब सब पूरी तैयारी से वहाँ पे जो भी हुआ पूरी तैयारी से हुआ था जी अब पुलिस इसका इन्वेस्टिगेशन करते 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 इसके पहले जब कोरेगा भी शुरू हुआ था इकतीस तारीख को यहाँ पे अलगाव परिषद हुई उन्तीस तारीख को ही यहाँ पे एक वडू बुजुर्ग करके जगह है वहीं पे कोरेगा भीमा के पास में तो वहाँ पे शम्भाजी की समाधि शम्भाजी मतलब ये शिवाजी महाराज के बेटे की समाधि है वहाँ पे उनकी समाधि उनके सामने गोपाल गोविंद समाधि है अब ये दो जो समाधिया है इसको लेके अलग अलग वहाँ पे ये है कि वहाँ पे जो जो, जो गोपाल गोविंद हैं बिगोजी निगोजी वॉज दलित तो वहाँ पे कुछ लोगों ने पोस्टर लगाया कि भाई जब शंभाजी को औरंगजेब ने मारा था तो ही वॉज ब्रूटली किल्ड और उनकी बॉडी को काट पाट के नदियों में फेंक दिया था जो भी इस तरीके से उसके बाद कोई भी उनको बचाने नहीं आया था और उनका अंतिम संस्कार गोपाल गोविंद भिगोजी निगोजी ने किया था उनकी बॉडी को सिल के उनका अंतिम संस्कार किया था तो ये ऐसा एक बहुत ही एक पोस्टर लगा दिया गया वहाँ पे जिसको देख के वहाँ पे टेंशन क्रिएट हो गया ओके इट वॉज से मराठा केम टू हेल्प समाजी इस तरीके से ओके तो वहाँ से वो हल्का सा विवाद जो शुरू हुआ तो वो उन्होंने वहाँ पे जो गोविंद गोविंद गोपाल की उनकी समाधि के ऊपर एक छतरी थी छतरी थी किसी ने उससे फाड़ दिया तो वहाँ से वो टेंशन क्रिएट होते होते इकतीस तारीख को इलगा परिषद हुआ उसके बाद ये दंगे हुए और फिर उसका जो इन्वेस्टिगेशन चला जो चलते गया इन्वेस्टिगेशन तो इनिशियली मैं आपको एक चीज आपको एक और चीज बताना चाहूंगा इसमें ये जो अक्षय बिक्कर और तुषार दामबोड़े हैं ये जो दो लड़के जिन्होंने कंप्लेन की है इनको ये जो अपना नेशनल सिक्योरिटी एडवाइजर जो है अजीत डोवाल उनके ऑफिस से एक लेटर आया था यहाँ की लोकल पुलिस को ओके ये लेटर आया था कि इन दोनों को सिक्योरिटी प्रोवाइड की है और वो लेटर जो एक ऑर्गेनाइजेशन है लीगल राइट्स ऑब्जर्वेटरी इट वॉज रन बाई पर्सन कॉल विनय जोशी तो ही इनिशिएटेड द होल थिंग मतलब कि इनको किस तरीके से इनको सिक्योरिटी प्रोवाइड की जाए बट उनको सिक्योरिटी क्यों प्रोवाइड की जानी चाहिए तो उनको उन्होंने ऐसा बोला की हम मतलब उन्होंने उनको उन्होंने ऐसा बोला कि हमको खतरा है जान का नक्सल नक्सल से ओके दे साइड लाइक दिस और उसके बाद नेशनल सिक्योरिटी एडवाइजर के ऑफिस से यहाँ लोकल पुलिस को एक लेटर आता है उनको कि इन दोनों की सिक्योरिटी देखी जाए कि ये लोग ठीक हैं कि नहीं तो फिर उनको बुला के या उनके पास पुलिस वालों को भेज के देखा गया था कि वो ठीक हैं कि नहीं इस तरीके से तो उन्होंने ये बोला था कि हमको इस तरीके से जो वामपंथी संगठन या नक्सल वो हैं 
उनसे हमें खतरा है ठीक है उसके बाद फिर ये जो अरेस्ट हुए इसके पहले जो पांच लोग के अरेस्ट हुए थे और आज जो हुए अब आज भी जो अरेस्ट हुआ है जी। जो पांच लोग के अरेस्ट हुए अब इसमें मतलब जो मीडिया जो कर रहा है तो कर कर ही रहा है अभी जो पुलिस को है पुलिस के पास जितना मेरी जानकारी है जो जितना मैंने वो जो लेटर्स जो जिन्होंने जो लेटर्स दिखाए थे तो लेटर्स में अगर आप किसी से अच्छे कोई भी इस सब्जेक्ट जो और अच्छी पकड़ रखता है उससे एनालाइज कराएंगे तो बहुत कुछ गड़बड़ है उन लेटर्स में मतलब इजीली बहुत इजीली आप समझ सकते हैं उसमें जी आप कह रहे हैं कि पूरा जंबल किया हुआ है आप कह रहे हैं जो क्लेम कर रहे हैं कि लेटर्स जिन्होंने लिखे हैं वो लेटर्स उन्होंने नहीं लिखे हैं हाँ मैं मतलब जितना मैं अपने मैं अपने हिसाब से बोल रहा हूँ मैं अपने दम पे बोल रहा हूँ की जितना मेरे को लगता है वो लेटर जो लिखे गए हैं वो बहुत ही फेब्रिकेटेड लगते हैं वो लेटर देखने में और आप अगर सुधा भारद्वाज का जो लेटर है पब्लिक टीवी ने आपने दिखाया था जी। अगर आप उस लेटर को देखेंगे तो ऐसा लगेगा कि इसी पांचवी या छठी क्लास के बच्चे ने लिखी है वो हिंदी जिस तरीके से वो हिंदी लिखी गई है तो मतलब बहुत अजीब लगता है वो वो अचानक से लेटर आ रहे हैं और सीधे यूएपी के चार्जेस लग रहे हैं यूएपी के चार्जेस लगे पांच साल आप मतलब अंदर हो आप ठीक है मिलती है वो डिपेंड करता है एक साल तो दिन लग ही जाएगा मिनिमम जी मेरे आपसे दो सवाल है इस विषय में एक तो जैसे मैंने आपसे पहले पूछा कि क्या कारण है इनके अरेस्ट के पीछे एंड यू सेड इट्स बहुत डिफिकल्ट है टू नैरो डाउन कि क्यों इन एक्टिविस्ट और लॉयर्स के पीछे जा रही है पुलिस बट सो माई फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन इज इज द स्टेट मशीनरी बिहाइंड दिस एंड द सेकेंड इज वॉट इज गोइंग टू हैपन टू दीज एक्टिविस्ट बिकॉज वो जो पांच पहले अरेस्ट हुए थे रोना विल्सन सुरेंद्र गार्डलिंग और बाकी तीन उनको भी अभी तक बेल नहीं मिली है तो व्हाट इज द फ्यूचर और व्हाट इज गोइंग टू हैपन टू दिस एंड ऑलरेडी मीडिया ने इनको माउस सिंपथाइजर डिक्लेयर कर दिया है अर्बन नैक्सल्स कहते हैं फर्स्ट आई डोंट नो व्हाट व्हाट दोज टू टर्म्स इवन मीन बट डजन दैट इंटरफेयर विथ द जुडिशियल प्रोसेस सो इन टोटल थ्री क्वेश्चन ओके जैसे आपने बोला की जैसे ये जो पांच लोग क्या होगा मतलब मैं मैं डाउन की बात नहीं कर रहा हूँ कि ये किस वजह से अरेस्ट हुआ लेकिन इतना जरूर है कि प्लॉट टू किल पीएम और आप अगर उसमें लिख रहे हैं उसमें तमाम लोगों के नाम है उसमें राइट फ्रॉम जिग्नेश शिवानी प्रकाश अम्बेडकर जो कि जो ये सब पार्ट में जलगार परिषद में इन लोग ने आए थे लोग जी ये लोग बिल्कुल उन लोग के नाम है ठीक है और ये जलगार परिषद की तैयारी हुई थी तो ऑलमोस्ट ढाई ऑर्गेनाइजेशन थे जिन्होंने महाराष्ट्र के सत्रह डिस्ट्रिक्ट कवर किए थे एक पिछले एक साल से वो तैयारी कर रहे थे कि लोगों को ऐसा इकट्ठा करना है इस मूवमेंट के लिए अब अब जैसे आपने पूछा कि अब इन एक्टिविस्ट का क्या अब वो मीडिया ने तो उनको मतलब मीडिया में दिखा दिया वो टीवी पे तो धनादन धनादन और आजकल मतलब जैसे कोई व्हाट्सएप टूल डालता है तो बिना सोचे समझे उसको आगे शेयर कर दिया तो उनको तो फ्रेम कर दिया है लेकिन अभी सिवाय इन लेटर्स के पुलिस का ऐसा बोलना की हमारे पास ऐसे बहुत सारे लेटर्स है ठीक है अब जैसे रही बात कोर्ट में तो ना ही इन्होंने ठीक है वो प्रोसिक्यूशन का राइट है कि वो डॉक्यूमेंट शेयर नहीं कर सकता लेकिन कोर्ट में कोई डॉक्यूमेंट शेयर होता ही नहीं है वहां पे अगर डिस्कशन भी जब होता है तो जैसे डिफेंस के वालों ने एक दो बार उन्होंने डिमांड भी की थी कि क्या तो जब ये पहली बार जो प्लॉट टू किल पीएम का बोला गया था तो ये कोर्ट में ही बोला गया था पब्लिक प्रोसिक्यूटर ने जी ठीक है तो जो चार्जेस लगा दिए गए अब उसमें बेल आई मीन यूएपीए लगाया है बहुत स्ट्रिंजेंट है और रही बात अब ये जो अर्बन नक्सल और आपने क्या बोला था दूसरा नक्सल अब ये जो जो प्लॉट के बारे में बोला जाता है प्लॉट टू बी पी एम पहली बात तो कोई भी सेंट्रल कमेटी मेंबर या अगर जो अपन सीपीआई माइंस की अगर बात करें जी। तो उसका वो मिलिट्री कमीशन जो होता है वो पहली बात तो कमीशन जो कमीशन के बाहर में जो पार्टी के लोग होते हैं 
उनपे भी वो ऐसे एग्जीबिशन का विश्वास नहीं करते तो अगर आप अगर इनको नक्सल सिंपेटाइजर या लेफ्ट लीनिंग या जो भी समझ लें मतलब जो भी आप उनको जिस तरीके से फ्रेम कर रहा है मीडिया करना चाहे वो चाहके भी उनको खड़ा भी नहीं करेंगे वो लोग प्लॉट टू किल पीएम जो सोकॉल बोला गया ना कि उस उस राजीव गांधी की असोसिएशन की लाइन्स पे तो ये लोग तो मतलब इन लोग का जितना मेरे को लगता है और जो भी मैंने अभी तक कवर किया है तो मुझे नहीं लगता कि भाई डायरेक्ट इनका मतलब इस तरीके से कोई इतना इन्वॉल्वमेंट होगा कि प्लॉट टू किल पीएम बोल के किया जा रहा है इनफैक्ट आप मानेंगे नहीं अब जो महेश राउत है अगर आप थोड़ा इनका सबका बैकग्राउंड निकालें तो महेश राउत जो लड़का है वो गढ़चिरौली में एंटी माइनिंग माइनिंग के खिलाफ कर रहा है क्योंकि तो काफी बेहतरीन काम कर रहा है ये इनफैक्ट रविंद्र कदम हुआ ज्वाइंट सी पुणे ही इनसेल्फ एक्सेप्टेड इट तो आई आस्क इन की क्वेश्चन की भाई आपने उसको इसलिए अरेस्ट किया है कि वहाँ पे माइनिंग का बहुत चल रहा है मजिंदर लॉइड्स का बहुत बड़ा प्लांट है वो सुरजागढ़ करके माइनिंग एरिया है तो उसमें बहुत दिक्कत हो रही है पूरे एरिया को पूरे एरिया को उन्होंने मतलब एक सीआरपीएफ की छावनियां आ गई हैं स्टेट पुलिस की पूरा घेर लिया काफी वो वहाँ पे मतलब अभी गाँव वालों को भी मार दी, आ, मारा जा चुका है उधर ओके okay. तो ये इस तरीके से एंटी माइनिंग का वहाँ पे काम कर रहा है शोमा सैन नागपुर यूनिवर्सिटी की प्रोफेसर है ठीक है वो खुल के लेफ्ट को सपोर्ट करती हैं या जो भी वहाँ पे आदिवासियों के साथ जिस तरीके का भी शोषण होता है उसके बारे में बोलती हैं सुरेंद्र गर्डिंग आप देख लेंगे तो बहुत सारे जो लोग हैं जिनको जो कानून के बारे में जिनको मतलब अगर बोल दिया है कि भाई ये नक्सल है ये इनका इससे कनेक्ट उनको जेल में डाल दिया है तो उनके उनके हाथ में मुकदमे लड़ते हैं ठीक है मतलब बेसिकली जिन्होंने भी तो ये लोग सब इस तरीके काम करते हैं जो भी हाँ तो उसी उनको इससे लिंक करके अब जब जो रही बात ये अब इसमें जब बोला गया था कि भाई इन लोग नक्सल फंडिंग फंडिंग हुई थी ये जगह परिषद के लिए अब जो सुरेंद्र गडलिंग का जो है सुरेंद्र गडलिंग ने जिस दिन ये हुआ था ये वहाँ ये चल रहा था वो उस कलकत्ता में थे ठीक है ये कोर्ट हियरिंग के लिए गए थे वहां पे और यलगार परिषद की जो लोग जब उसको ऑर्गेनाइज कर रहे थे तो अलग मैंने आपको बताया कि ढाई सौ ऑर्गेनाइजेशन घूम रहे थे अलग अलग तो उन्होंने बस दो हजार रुपए की फंडिंग दी थी उसमें जी तो यहाँ पे ये बोलना कि इस तरीके से ये लोग इस तरीके का मतलब प्लान रच रहे हैं या इनके ये दे आर माइस दे आर मेंबर ऑफ सीपीआई माइस तो ये सब मतलब थोड़ा बेमानी सा लगता है उटनाइजेशन If you go by the wording that has been used, it seems that you know uh, these guys, uh, the uh, the charges against these people who have been arrested and were arrested earlier are very serious mm. in nature. So mm. number one is such kind of reporting fine, you know, or is it problematic? Number two, if we are mm. to believe these reports and mm. if we are genuinely concerned about our prime minister's safety, which we should. Shouldn't the entire case be shifted to NIA? Isn't a isn't it a logical question? I mean, is Pune Police or the uh, uh, hmm. what what's the police station's name in in Pune which is handling Vishram the case? Vishrambagh. Vishrambagh. Vishrambagh and Swargate. Yeah. So is is the police uh, police uh, deployed at Vishrambagh capable of handling a, such a high profile <laughs> case where people are plotting to kill the PM? So in the case should be yeah. shifted to NIA or central investigative teams so that you know uh, they can investigate it properly if we are concerned about the PM security. Right, right, right. Ah, uh, I mean, ah, uh, your first question was that, ah, which way this media report is being reported. Okay, I mean, I don't know what they are reporting on on what basis they are reporting. 
they are just writing plot to KPM on the basis of the letter. Okay. And hmm. the letter has become like the prime evidence in this case for the people and the, for the reporters who are just blindly reporting it. Okay. Right. So, जो अब इस तरीके की reporting कर रहे हैं वो तो सबसे ज़्यादा खामियाज़ा तो इन लोग को जो जिन लोग को arrest किया है अरे पांच कि दस हो गए अब अब आगे पता नहीं और कितने arrest होंगे ठीक है तो state अभी उनको frame कर दिया ठीक है और रही बात जैसे आपने ये पुना पुलिस का तो खैर ये विश्रामबाग पुलिस का तो मैं आई मीन इतने तो इतना वो लोग इक्यूप नहीं है ना ही इतने केपेबल हैं कि वो इतना बड़ा पीएम की सिक्योरिटी को लेके वो कुछ कर सकें। राइट। रही बात इसकी और जब ये इन्वेस्टिगेशन चल रहा था, ये ऑलमोस्ट दिसंबर में हुआ था, ठीक है? राइट। फर्स्ट जनवरी दिसंबर को इकतीस दिसंबर को ये हुआ, एक जनवरी को और पुलिस को ये पुलिस ने जब इनको 6 जून को अरेस्ट किया है और ये पुलिस बोल रही है कि पिछले तीन महीने से हमें मतलब इन लोग पे वो कर रहे थे और ये डॉक्यूमेंट्स मिले हैं पिछले दो तीन महीने से बोला था मैं इजाक की तीन नहीं दो या तीन अब जब दो तीन महीने से अगर आपको इतने संवेदनशील बात मतलब उसमें बहुत अजीबोगरीब ये है सिचुएशन जी प्रतीक in the interest of time, we will have to move on from this. But thank you so much yeah, for yeah, joining yeah. us. Thanks but a lot. Before you go, can you share your recommendation? I think uh, uh, one should read this. They want they, 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 these people are talking about this urban nationalism or ये जो भी इस तरीके की बातें करते हैं तो सबको मेरे ख्याल से एक बुक पढ़ना चाहिए Red Sun Red Sun इन द नक्सली कंट्री ये सुविधी चैटर्जी हैं शायद उन्होंने लिखी है किताब मैं जाके बोल रहा हूँ बट इस बुक कॉल्ड इस रेटसन रेटसन नाम से किताब है वो जी ओके वो पढ़नी चाहिए तो थोड़ा ज्ञान बढ़ेगा उसने इस बारे में ओके शोर ठीक है थैंक यू सो मच प्रतीक थैंक्स लॉट थैंक यू थैंक so Vishnu, we were just moving on to Kerala floods and speaking about rehabilitation in the aftermath of Kerala floods, there's been much controversy as to who's responsible for the floods. Right. Kerala is blaming Tamil Nadu, Tamil Nadu is blaming Kerala. So right. first, could you give us some clarity on what is first, what is happening on ground? What is the status? How much time? Or what do you see the state doing to recover and could you give us some clarity on what this controversy is and which state is responsible right so right now the state is struggling to get back on its feet for the past one week there has not been uh, any rainfall except very uh, sparsely there has been rainfall in some areas so the flood waters have begun to recede from most parts of the state except the Kuttanad region which is considered the rice bowl of the state um uh, the water is still is still there in most houses in Kutanad. A massive cleanup campaign is currently underway in those areas where thousands of volunteers from across the state are coordinating with local government authorities to clean houses of the people, to drain out water from paddy fields. There are people from carpenters to snake catchers to electricians doing all sorts of help that they can for flood-affected people. Around 10 lakh people were originally in relief camps set up at schools, colleges, marriage halls and auditoriums. But now that number has trickled down to less than 2 lakh people. You were recently at a relief camp, right? So 
right what did your interaction with the people bring out like how are the people dealing with it in the aftermath of the flood we we have to say that this is the worst natural disaster to strike kerala in a very long long time just last year we had the cyclone oki which had completely ravaged most of the coastal areas of the state but the flood water the floods this year have affected large parts of the state um damaged thousands of houses and from what i can listen to people at relief camps the people are in a lot of pain uh, many of their houses have been inundated flooded damaged beyond repair mm-hmm. uh, many of their houses have been partially or completely damaged many of them are still living at relief camps many of them have are staying temporarily at relatives at the homes of their relatives or family members but most of them acknowledge that the kind of water level that they saw the kind of floods that they saw this year is something that they've never seen in the past mm-hmm. and that they are very horrified right now uh, their confidence levels have gone down they're very scared when they see a rain mm-hmm. in the next few days when they see a rain when they see monsoon clouds forming in the sky they're very scared so that's the kind of emotional uh, mental damage that has been made to the people i don't think it's being stressed enough about how the people have been emotionally and mentally scarred from the floods apart from the damage to their houses apart from damage to their property or their livestock okay vishnu i have a question like you people while the state was struggling from a flood you know and uh, the crisis uh, which was triggered by the flood we saw end right. number of reporters from the tv channels from the newspapers and the digital media covering the flood crisis wall to wall so what has been the life of a reporter including you in the past two weeks uh, while you were covering or the past three weeks rather while covering the entire crisis there right so it has to be said that the uh, television channels and newspapers websites who have been covering the floods for the last one month have done a very commendable job because they've stayed very true to not being dramatic on air uh, to not using words like fear panic they've been very very straightforward in their reporting uh, many of the television journalists were not able to access large areas which were completely flooded so they had they had to use trucks or lorries or military trucks boats canoes to reach these places and report i personally know of several reporters who were stuck in the district of idiki which is one of the most severely affected many of them had to do without food without water for several days because the roads were cut off i personally haven't faced so much uh, so much so many difficulties per se personally but i know of several journalists who have covered these floods day in and day day out without returning to their homes and many of these journalists uh, their own families were in danger their own homes were ravaged by the same flood waters yet they remained at their workplaces at the areas that they were assigned from the studios and they continued to report very objectively without uh, raising any kind of alarm so that i think that uh, that's been a very uh, commendable job from the local malayalam media here yeah one more thing i mean uh... certainly it's a great thing to hear you know generally we see that in times of disaster uh, we as a media personnel uh, go on to check on the negatives so we you know big uh, the bigger picture is always about the negative but as far as the kerala flood was concerned we saw that 
positive stories were coming out but there's another question that we we have seen the what happened in uh, uh, you know uttarakhand floods when the state was devastated right so and uh, we but we also heard of stories of uh, how the government or the officials on the ground had failed to provide the services or cater to the people uh, uh, to the victims or the people who were affected by the floods disaster when it comes to right. kerala we have not heard of negative stories as far as the uh, officials are concerned why so so i've mentioned in in a story that i reported for the indian express about how the local government system the panchayati raj system in kochi is very strong it is very strong in its grassroots the panchayat officials here in kerala have a lot of influence they have a lot of power they have a lot of they, they know how to work funds they have a very strong connect with the locals uh, in fact if you uh, if you look at many of the phones of the local people here who are affected by the flood they would have at least one mem- one member one contact number of a local panchayat ward member or the panchayat president that is the kind of influence that is the kind of connect that people have here with the local government what i could see at relief camp is how they were able to very effortlessly coordinate relief supplies mm-hmm. how i could not hear even one person it was very hard for us to me to find even one person who was not happy with how the relief camps were run in the first initial days relief supplies were very hard to come by because the roads were blocked but it took amazing courage and determination from local ngos um, trade bodies you know private individuals as well as the panchayat authorities who opened uh, you know ration shops to take whatever essential supplies that they could get you know rice and vegetables and make you know cook food at these relief camps for the people and the people also got together they cooked food together and they ate and the kind of relief supplies that have flooded these camps is also quite great because uh, i could hear people who were coordinating supplies saying that we don't we are not falling short of supplies at very few camps maybe in edc district were people saying that we are not getting enough supplies because the roads were cut off at most camps the panchayat officials members of local political parties especially the cpm congress bjp they were working hard they were working together Correct. and it showed the kind of connect they have with the local people how they were able to coordinate relief supplies and bring them together there have been sporadic incidents of you know, relief supplies being diverted but i don't think when you look at the larger big picture i, I think those very uh, minor incidents can be ruled out Correct. they are very isolated incidents uh, vishnu i do want to come back to the first question about uh, the blame game that's been going on between kerala and tamil nadu uh, concerning right. the mula periyar dam so right. while like uh, i mentioned earlier kerala is stating that tamil nadu is responsible because they released water and tamil nadu is saying mm-hmm. we didn't release as much water it was kerala that released so much more water so could you give us some clarity of what is happening where does with which state does the responsibility lie so there was in between letters being shot between government officials in kerala and tamil nadu on the opening and shutting of the uh, shutters of the mulla periyar dam now the mulla periyar dam which is one of the biggest hydro hydroelectric projects in kerala is actually located in kerala it is located on the kerala side of the border but it is controlled by the tamil nadu government correct so the opening and closing of the shutters is basically controlled by the tamil nadu government mm-hmm. the kerala government has stated that the tamil nadu government officials deliberately delayed the opening of the shutters they alleged that the tamil nadu officials delayed the opening of the shutters so that the water could reach the peak level and then opened all the shutters together correct 
So the impact of the release of water from the Mulaperiyar Dam, which directly comes to the Idiki Dam, mm-hmm. and then it comes into the Periyar, and then it comes to cities like Kochi. Correct. So Kerala government has said that Tamil Nadu is responsible for the mismanagement of the opening and closing of shutters. At the same time, Tamil Nadu has said that we are not to blame. We released water on time, but uh, so it's mostly about how I think both governments, even the Kerala government, did not anticipate the kind of rainfall that we were getting in those days. Uh, the Met Department had clearly said that a large amount of rainfall was expected to get in, especially in the catchment areas of the reservoir. Correct. So I think there has been culpability, there has been mistakes on both governments in the closing and opening of the shutters. I think the electric, the electricity departments of both the states delayed opening the shutter gates so that they could make more and more money. Because the more delayed the gates, the shutters are open. They could make money, more money out of generating current from these waters. So I mean, it could it also is not clear what really happened. But I think there has been equal blame on both the government. Correct. Uh, Vishnu, before we let you go, do you want to share a recommendation with our readers about? It could be anything: a reading, a podcast, a book that you've read that you think will benefit, that our readers and listeners would benefit from, or a report that you thought was really good, but. a lot more people should read the recommendations of the gadgil committee i think are very important for you know conservation experts across the country i think he has already said that uh, similar events are likely to happen in the states of maharashtra and goa because mm-hmm. the kind of development that is taking place at the cost of the environment uh, you know there's large scale encroachment especially in hilly areas how you know the dams are being uh, constructed uh hazardly without uh, taking prior precaution so i think everyone should uh, read the re- recommendations of the uh, the gadgil committee okay thank you so much vishnu thank you for joining us thank you thank you okay bye bye so that was vishnu varma from the indian express giving us uh, the sta- uh, status on ground and now let's quickly move to uh, amit amit what did you think of the media's coverage last week what caught your eye was there something that was underreported yeah on friday a uh, uh, court judgment came out on the mirchpur violence which happened somewhat 8 years back and uh, 33 people were convicted so 13 were uh, 13 convictions were upheld and 20 more people from jat community were uh, convicted in the case uh, so mirchpur mirchpur violence happened 8 years back where dalits were uh, attacked and two people were burnt alive a 60 year old tara chand and uh, his daughter uh, suman was burnt alive and uh, people from the village had to suffer uh, you know go through a lot of violence from the jat community and we can say now from the jat community because uh, convictions have happened and uh, overall 100 uh, more than 100 people were accused in the case uh, so how th- many were con- convicted 33 in total and uh, so i think and this was very important case because it was uh, talked about in media when happened and time and again we have reported on this case so the conviction came on friday a couple of newspapers carried a report a couple of digital media organizations also carried reports but this was a report of consequences and we should have carried it across the i mean there you know, are several things we yeah. should but media's memory is so short that they just forget no also be considering the fact that uh, haryana is right there i mean anything which happens in haryana well. and uh, up if you 
you know if if you want to bash the government you go on the ground and bring reports from there and uh, the lives of these people these families living in the village has changed ever since the incident many of the families have are yet to return to the village they are living in uh, you know sl- slum like structure even right now and the fact that for years the crpf personnel had to be deployed in the village to ensure their peace and uh, when the force was uh, uh, removed uh, some i think sometime last year i believe and uh, within weeks again the dalit families were attacked so then uh, the police uh, was deployed in the area so all these things i mean it has very important aspect of caste and then you have convictions happening so i think uh, this could have been uh, given larger space in the media but then again it's the editor's call whether to give it enough space or not i mean if it not. were an attack on a cow maybe it would have received more coverage yeah or maybe the upper caste <laughs> sorry to say that yeah and uh, and uh, then i uh, we i also did a report on uh, a barmer journalist who was arrested by the rajasthan police because there was an arrest warrant issued by the patna scst court and somehow the uh, that arrest warrant reached the sp barmer and then the journalist was called and was arrested and uh, the important aspect was generally what happens is like in this case where uh, the pune police is arresting people who are associated linked or uh, you know related to the plot to kill uh, plot to kill pm <laughs> so the pune police team is raiding uh, different cities Uh, mm-hmm. across the country mm-hmm. in this case uh, the police team from bihar was nowhere in the scene rajasthan police showed a very proactive uh, approach arrested this guy they traveled hundreds of kilometers reached bihar he was kept in a thana in a transit and the thana guys the officer told me on record that you know uh, that was up to the rajasthan police whether they wanted to stay in a police station or a railway station and uh, uh, importantly the place where this in- incident happened the alleged attack on a guy who had filed who had allegedly filed a case against uh, the reporter the reporter uh, that thana does not has any uh, police station has no records of the incident and then uh, danik bhaskar did a ground report exposing uh, or claiming that uh, the complainant said complainant had never visited uh, rajasthan the accused had never visited uh, barmer and we in our reported report pointed out that you know the uh, alleged incident happened on 7th of may and we have proofs photo of the event and uh, other pictures and videos to establish the fact that this guy was in barmer on 7th of may so either he took a flight from barmer beat this guy returned to barmer and then attended the open mic uh, event which happened or you know he might be some avatar so, so you saying yeah. this is as bizarre as the arrests of those activists and lawyers who are allegedly I mean, these involved. let's not compare these issues but uh, it's bizarre case number one and uh, the fact that bihar chief minister has ordered an inquiry into the institution of the case itself speaks volumes of of how so can we claim nl impact and run it as an exclusive no i would rather say bhaskar and uh, the media groups which reported on it but yes bhaskar and our report were uh, was extensive in a way okay and uh, yeah before you move forward i have one more report to speak about and uh, i would suggest our readers to uh, you know it is sort of a recommendation do read this report carried by prabhat khabar today on august 28 where they say love jihad mamle mein pati ko 2 saal ka karavas <laughs> and you read the report in the intro they are talking about love jihad in the conclusion they are talking about love jihad and uh, in the body of the story the conviction is about dowry case right 
So number one, wow. the conviction is about dowry case. Number two, this is a question from Prabhat Khavar or the readers of Prabhat Khavar. If any of you are listening to this podcast, please tell us in the people sitting, stupid people, stupid reporters like me sitting in Delhi, that when did this country frame a law, pass a law by the parliament to convict people under love jihad? Like whether there are even laws against love I mean, jihad and what is love jihad I mean the connotation of love jihad is yeah. exactly opposite to dowry I'm kidhar hai law bhai matlab which section tell me IPC ke kis section ke tahat so yeah that's the report I want all, all you guys to uh, you know kind of read and if you are in Bihar Jharkhand you can reach out to your nearest Prabhat Khabar uh, office and ask them दिखाओ किताब किधर है वो आईपीसी की धारा जिसमें लव जिहाद के खिलाफ एक्शन होता है एंड आई आई एम श्योर बजरंग दल पीपल एंड दी वीएचपी एंड दी हिंदू फ्रिंज ग्रुप्स वुड बी मोर देन हैप्पी टू नो अबाउट दिस लॉ थैंक यू अमित आई डोंट वांट टू से दैट दिस पॉडकास्ट पर्टिकुलरली हैज बीन वेरी फोकस्ड uh dominated by our discussion on the plot to kill the pm and kerala floods but i thought that uh, these discussions were really important and prateek's inputs were gave us good insights as to and we haven't seen a lot of this reported so yeah. i thought that the time that we gave to these two subjects were needed but uh, before we close the podcast i have three short things to share it's like a journalist special bulletin for what i thought was underreported one was a palestinian tv reporter who was arrested by the israeli forces uh, nearly a week back ali dar ali is a reporter for the palestinian authorities uh, the official broadcaster palestinian tv and he's been accused of inciting violence against the israeli forces and dar's family has stated that he was arrested without uh, them being informed of any charges the second thing that i thought was underreported or did not get enough coverage was the indian home ministry's withdrawing al jazeera security clearance this means that the channel will have to stop its operations in india currently there's a review petition uh, that al jazeera has filed so once the decision is out then we'll know uh, whether al jazeera will be able to continue its operations in india or not the reason for the same is uh apparently a documentary about militancy in kashmir where uh, the government is saying that their efforts haven't been amply represented uh just a brief insight or a trivia for our listeners between 2015 and 2018 147 channels have been asked to stop their operations in india 147 147 what indian channels foreign channels or including uh i think the i think it's including all channels i'm not mm. really sure but they have been told to stop operating in india that means their broadcasting of india they can okay. still i think they can still report because al jazeera even though it was told to close its bureau in egypt is still able to report using reporters the who are there the resources there right correct so and the third one is uh, the state of rohingya refugees which barely received coverage now after one year of the influx rohingya refugees in bangladesh commemorated 25th august as a black day on the one year of anniversary of the violent purge from rakhine state of myanmar but this barely got any space in the mainstream media so those were the three things amit do you have do you want to add anything else no nope. Okay awesome. Do you want to share a recommendation before we close out? Yeah, it's uh, two reports. One is uh, from the Indian Express. After Delhi High Court verdict abandoned Dalit homes tension in air at Mirchpur. So uh, this is a ground report from Mirchpur village where the violence had happened and the other report is uh, from the wire. 
Mirchpur's Dalits got th- 33 jats convicted and a street light for protection. So these are the two reports that I would like to recommend. Uh, my recommendation is a Human Rights Watch report, a woeful anniversary for Rohingya refugees. I would, Since it's their anniversary, I would like you to definitely read that and see why it's important for the media to have a longer sort of memory template. And the second recommendation is a report that Rohini Mohan, Mohan did. It's called A Template of Hate for the Harper magazine. And it's sort of works towards how these cow-related lynchings are sort of based on a template and how this mob violence has come to be. It's an excellent, it's a long-form read, but it's an excellent read, so do read it. And... I have one more recommendation, sorry. Just, of course, Amit, yes, we this couldn't is last, close this out... Is, this is the last recommendation that I have this week. You couldn't close out before cutting me off. Yeah, so, uh, but this was very important. Uh, remember uh, this guy called uh, Ram Rahim? Uh, so, Dera Sacha Sauda chief. So, because I think it's uh, the anniversary, anniversary of his, of his conviction. conviction. So, uh, you can read this book uh, on uh, investigative book on the operations of Dera Sacha Sauda and how the entire uh, you know incident and investigation by the police and the agencies were carried out by Anurag uh, by Anurag Tripathi and uh, the book is called Dera Sacha Sauda okay so that's a wrap for today and before Amit interrupts me again I do want to remind our readers and listeners to subscribe subscribe to us or any other independent news organization of your choice but do subscribe because it is when you begin paying that news and media can truly become independent and our subscriptions are less than the cost of one tiffin or one lunch you can go to our website newslaundry.com on the top right corner you'll see the subscription button we have three subscriptions uh, disruptor liberator game changer ranging from 250 to 1200 a month so whatever fits your budget do subscribe thank you panel all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.